0: Welcome to Sustainability Scores, the podcast for research analyst who wants to unlock insight from corporate sustainability data. I'm your host, Vikram Shetty. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Akansha, to talk about the project screen. Akansha, welcome to the show. Uh,
1: thank you, Vikram, for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: For folks who are just meeting you for the first time, Could you share a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Of course. Uh, So hi, I'm Akanksha. I'm currently working as a project manager in Minpool, a Vienna-based policy and research think tank that uh, specializes in commodities and sustainable development. We have worked exclusively for European Commission and other governmental organizations to develop uh, sustainable raw material and mining strategies. Uh, prior to that, I was working for India's leading development finance institution, uh, lending for uh, clean
0: energy projects. Okay, share my first question uh, to you, for to explain to the listener, uh, what is uh, the project's Yeah, of
1: course. So a key project that we have been working for almost uh, two years now is a screen project solution for critical raw material uh, network. It's a EU sponsored project under the Horizon 2020 program uh, now known as Horizon Europe. Uh, So Horizon Europe is the biggest EU research and innovations program with uh, close to 100 billion funding. Uh, to tackle climate change and meet the SDGs. Um, Currently we are undergoing the second phase of the project which began in 2021 and reports are to be published uh, most probably April next year. Uh, So the idea behind is to create uh, the network of experts across EU who could advise the DG Grow, uh, Director General of Growth in the commission on raw material supply chain strategy to have a secure supply of uh, CRMs, that is the critical raw materials. The EC had come up with a list of raw materials which are updated regularly to take into account um, socio-political market and technological evolutions. Uh, This would help to strengthen the industry resilience and increase the internal production uh, through new mining and industrial recycling initiatives. In short, the uh, purpose is to boost the value chain of raw materials across uh, Europe.
0: Great, Uh, my follow-up question there would be, what is uh, critical raw material means and what is its role in the clean energy transition?
1: Of course, Um, so uh, raw materials uh, form a strong base for uh, clean energy industrial ecosystems. For example, uh, uh, lithium, which we use in the batteries, used in electronics appliances to REEC, rare earth elements such as, uh, for example, neodymium used in wind turbines, uh, uh, silicon used in uh, solar cells and many more. So uh, the fact is there's no clean energy uh, future without these critical raw materials. Now, uh, where does the uh, criticality come from? Um, How do we label a raw material as critical. So to determine the criticality, there are broadly uh, two criteria. First is the uh, economic importance of the raw material, how important it is for the uh, development of strategic sectors in the EU economy, such as uh, renewable energy, uh, electric mobility, digital technologies. Second would be the uh, supply risk associated with it. Uh, currently, the EU industry is largely dependent on imports uh, for many raw materials, and in some cases, is highly exposed to the mishaps along the supply chain. Now, uh, uh, talking about the the role in clean energy transition, a bit, uh, I think it was um, it was around uh, decade back. In 2011, that the EU realized that as they move uh, from oil and gas to clean energy, uh, the key commodities uh, essential in the transition would be these raw materials, which are crucial for clean energy infrastructure, such as um, solar, hydro, wind, then uh, later on the The EU Green Deal came in 2019, which made it quite clear, uh, quite evident that raw materials are the key enablers of the carbon neutral economy by 2050.
0: Great. Uh, And what are the four objectives of uh, this green project?
1: Uh, Yes, so first and foremost objective would be to build a uh, EU knowledge base by offering access to documents, data, tools uh, that comprehensively cover as many raw materials as possible with high focus on critical raw materials. Then to uh, strengthen and develop the EU expert network uh, community, organizing thematic face-to-face and online workshops, seminars to promote kind of um, mutual dialogue and exchange of experiences uh, perspective with all these stakeholders. Another uh, major objective is to support the Commission in policy making uh, related to CRMs in general or, or linked to specific uh, applications or sectors. Now, lastly, the aim is to support the Commission in analysis of future supply and demand of raw materials, policy and technology gaps, then Innovation potential along the raw material value chains.
0: Great, and uh, just to get into a sideline of uh, like, what are the importance of raw material statistics for the project?
1: Yeah, yes, um, uh, it's very important. So, raw material stats and databases uh, help us to identify the trends, uh, then to generate likely scenarios and models as the EU plans to become a carbon neutral economy by 2050. It will also help to mitigate the future risk by looking into issues uh, related to again uh, supply of raw materials from domestic, global or uh, secondary sources. Then uh, stats uh, can also help in achieving the SDGs and collected data explains a lot about uh, mining industries, economic Environment and uh, social dimensions. It helps the uh, policymakers to kind of uh, boost the economic growth from resource use and to identify opportunities to promote the uh, circular economy. And last, mm-hmm. lastly, of course, uh, to make the knowledge of raw materials easily accessible to the public.
0: Got it. Uh, now my follow-up question uh, would be, uh, especially with critical raw material assessment. Uh, are there any uh, special process or any assessment methodology uh, that is different uh, when it comes to critical raw materials?
1: Uh, well, um, I think assessment is the fourth step in any uh, kind of uh, if you design any kind of future strategies. So. Um, I'll talk about a bit about the importance of the assessment here. Um, So assessment will help us to stimulate the production of CRMs by enhancing new mining and recycling activities in the EU. Uh, It would also help in efficient use of raw materials, priority area in the EU circular economy action plan. It it helps us to negotiate the trade agreements as well, um, challenge the um, trade distortion measures, uh, develop the research and innovation actions and implement the uh, 2030 SDG agenda. Uh, Also it will increase the awareness as I said before uh, related to risk and opportunities among the EU companies and investors. uh, like, like you asked me about the, how we can do, how do we follow the assessment? Uh, what, what is the process? I'll just give you an example. So, about uh, the manganese market. Uh, for, for instance, if we look at the manganese market, it is essentially, uh, it is essentially used in hydro projects or the batteries. So, a, a major part of manganese value chain is influenced by China. Uh, so much so that any policy changes by China could impact the price by 15 to 20%. So um, as we see that the supply security for the EU is not very high in this case. So um, what we did was uh, we came up with an alternative to this uh, uh, situation and we saw that the Balkan states like Croatia, Serbia have a... um, considerable manganese reserves so what the EU could do is uh, uh, leverage this situation and uh, provide necessary capital and technology to these states and generate employment and in return they could have a uh, steady supply of manganese.
0: Got it, that's a very helpful example out there. So Based on our uh, conversation till now, I could figure out uh, uh, like uh, the energy sector, the clean energy sector, the batteries. uh, These are some of the direct uh, impact of uh, CRMs. Are there any sectors uh, that are also directly impacted uh, or indirectly impacted by uh, CRMs?
1: Of course. So three, uh, I would talk about three strategic sectors that are uh, significantly impacted uh, uh, which is the renewable energy, the e-mobility and defence and aerospace sector. Uh, first, um, talking about the renewable sector, the transition towards a low carbon society will come up with large scale uh, deployment of clean uh, energy infrastructure. Uh, by 2050, more than 80% of the electricity produced in the EU is expected to come from renewable sources. So with electricity providing half of the final energy requirement in the EU. So the demand for technologies such as uh, wind and solar PVs is going to increase significantly. Also, uh, a renewable energy system is more than just uh, renewable electricity production. It also requires technologies for uh, energy storage, new infrastructure, automation, and uh, digital technologies, which... Again, uh, like I said, increases the demand for CRMs. Now, uh, uh, moving on to the uh, technologies for e-mobility that are currently under development and uh, their demand is expected to grow until 2050 uh, with consequent increase in the demand for CRMs and the key components required for it. Uh, For instance, in 2020, sorry, for instance, in uh, 2050, the EU demand for Uh, lithium will be uh, 10 to 50 times higher than the EU 2018 demand for all applications, uh, depending on the uptake of EVs and FCEVs. Similarly, the EU REE demand uh, in 2050 is expected to be 5 to 10 times higher than the uh, demand for the demand that was in 2018. So in case of uh, European defence and um, aerospace sector. The E-space uh, agency, the ESA, European Space Agency, uh, promotes the increase in number of suppliers throughout Europe. So, presently, the key supplier is China. It is a major global producer of 58% of raw materials identified as important for defense applications. So, so the supply risk uh, supply risk of raw materials produced in this country is considered considered high. Uh, I mean, uh, any, any kind of uh, Changes in policy by China, for example, if they uh, impose some uh, export restrictions or increase the taxes, so there would be some changes. So, therefore, the increasing the need for alternative supply sources for CRM for the sector.
0: Thank you for that. Uh, are there any currently uh, supply chain gap because of uh, this high dependency on the mining and the sources that are in industry?
1: Yeah, so um, several technologies and sectors are in competition for the same material. For example, digital technologies and PVs are in competition for some materials like uh, germanium, indium and silicon metal. Uh, then the demand for battery raw materials such as cobalt, lithium, graphite and nickel comes from various uh, um, uh, e-mobility, power generation, PVs, and charging stations, for example, for the EVs. Then, uh, EU is also dependent on imports of many uh, raw materials in, uh, used in clean technologies, and is exposed to the supply chain uh, supply chain interruptions for REs, uh, magnesium, neopium and for some of these raw materials, which I mentioned, uh, EU even lacks uh, domestic primary production. So, these are some of the issues around the supply gap of critical raw materials.
0: Got it. Uh, and now, if we shift over, uh, on the opportunity side of it, uh, what are the innovation potential alongside the raw materials?
1: That's a good question. I had to do a bit of research on that. Uh, yeah, I learned a lot from this. So uh, to, to meet the current supply gap, which we discussed in our previous question, uh, innovation potential along these uh, raw material supply chain is an important area of opportunities. There are basically two approaches which I found um, which can solve the supply gap. First is the increasing uh, increase in supply of raw materials uh, via the uh, recycling techniques using innovation methods. Second would be the re- reducing the aggregate demand for CRMs by increasing the efficiency of industrial products that are highly dependent on them. Uh, On the supply side, an important project currently being developed for uh, the recycling potential for rare earth, indium, and cobalt is known as solvometallurgy. It's a green recycling initiative. Uh, The process involves mining critical metals and or discarded technology waste from factories by, low pollution solvents that have electric charge. So there are different techniques for uh, different materials. On the demand side, if we talk about the innovations can help in improving the efficiency of internal consumption of uh, critical materials. For instance, in wind turbines uh, to save CRM's improvement in techniques include the uh, modifications in design of the wind turbines, as well as use of magnets bring uh, greater efficiency. This requires um, durable materials and internal control system that monitors weather conditions to prevent damage to the wind turbines uh, from very strong winds. But at the same time, it saves the raw materials. So in a way, uh, less raw materials are consumed via these innovations therefore reduce the supply pressure.
0: What is your role in the whole project?
1: Yeah, so I represent my organization in consortium of 29 member organizations. I look after the research and analysis and develop insights based on that. I do both quantitative and qualitative analysis like uh, study of price volatility, demand supply trend analysis, policy analysis, uh, study of market history. Uh, I also oversee market risk, that is the supply chain strategy for critical raw materials essential for uh, low carbon users. We work with internal experts to kind of build out the reports. We also conduct workshops where we invite the external industry experts to validate the research outputs. I have uh, uh, specifically led the development of fact sheets uh, for critical raw materials such as manganese, cobalt, lithium and REEs. It included um, comprehensive research on policies and economics of these raw materials. Um, And like I mentioned, I I gave you the example of manganese, we often end up with some interesting research insights on the way for these raw materials.
0: Great. Is there any part of your role that you are uh, super excited or that kinds of uh you are lean towards
1: uh, well um, i just uh, gone through the uh, raw material week we learned a lot about it and we have the validation workshops coming up for it so i, I was quite looking forward to it
0: great uh Thank you for sharing all your insights. Where can people find more about you online?
1: Yeah, uh, so they can find me on LinkedIn. I'll be happy to connect. Uh, They can also look up into Screen's official website if they want to know more about the project. Uh, Maybe you could provide the link in the description.
0: Sure. I will mention both your LinkedIn and project link in the show notes.
1: Okay. Uh, Thank you so much. I hope this was helpful.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Akansha. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you have found this conversation useful, please subscribe to Sustainability Scores podcast to join me again next.